Welcome to the Old Chats Pod with me, Amesha here. And me, James Factor. This podcast will tackle the taboo topic of mental health in a raw, honest and jovial way. With two good mates who've met in London talking about their own mental health hiccups with some help from some special guests along the way. Welcome to the third episode of All Chats. This is the Lockdown Chat. Here we'll be discussing how we've both been tackling the lockdown situation mentally, whether or not our mental health hiccups have gotten louder recently, and tips for others who may be struggling, and some conspiracy theories thrown in for good measure as well. So this is week 13 factor of the whole lockdown situation. It's probably unlucky for some, but it's been for me quite a roller coaster mentally. So obviously we recorded pre-lockdown during and uh, hopefully post comes out of it soon. How have you kind of felt with it and what have you done to maintain a good mental health in this sort of weird environment? Yes, yeah, it is a weird environment. I think the, um, I'm lucky. I mean, I went home pretty soon. So I've been at home since we've, since we've been on lockdown. So, um, I'm quite like, I'm quite like a home boy anyway. Like I just, uh, I just feel quite comfortable here, which is not good. Like in, in that's really been, I think the main concern for me is just like, I've been hearing a lot as well about people, the anxiety of getting back out into the real world. And actually for me, that's been more of an issue than the stresses and the struggles of being at home and isolated to an extent. I mean, not that, not that there haven't been some, trialing times at the moment I mean being around family for this long we're generally pretty good with each other now so you know we we have social time when we can and we we try and keep you know to sort of uh, Sunday meals and just have time together with each other but I think the last last week maybe two weeks ago now was the, the first time that I'd got I mean the routine wasn't really doing enough for me and I'd sort of have just a bit of a wobble and um I wasn't too sure how it started really I think talking about the future and, and what, what my plans were and with my house, the place in Clapham and job and, and everything else. And it just led to, yeah, just a bit of a, just a wobble. So I've, I have those moments, you know, all, all the time and I can spot them now. I can pick, pick myself to just to move away from a social environment. So there were people around, I shouldn't be saying this, <laughs> but there were, but no, it, was like, yeah. it, was, it was all legal. It was all legal stuff. Distancing was, was abound. And, I just knew I wasn't going to be contributing anything, you know, to the chat. And actually, I, I know now that when I'm in that kind of mood, I'm just more of a drain on on the, the chat. And it's, it's I can't really add much to it. So and I just wanted to be by myself. So I just was quite open. I, I hoped I hope I was open. I said that, you know, I'm just going to go in. I'm just going to go for a bit of a lie down now. And I'm not feeling too well. I'm sort of mental, I said, I'm not, you know, I'm not, in the, I'm not feeling very sociable and try to explain it as best I could. And, pull myself away and and my family were fine with that because they're kind of used to that kind of reaction now so and then a few days later I was, I was better you know I was back to back to my my normal self so um just went through that blip and and came back out of it but um yeah the the, the anxiety of thinking about how it gets back into the swing of things is is another issue as well which, which one are you more about actually you the struggles of being at home or how things are going to start back up to normal again yeah, so I'm still I'm still in London um, with my brother's girlfriend, which which is good to be around family. Same thing as you, but for me, so what? It started the end was it back end of March? It started back end of March for the first three or four weeks. I actually really enjoyed yeah, it. Sounds a bit sounds a bit weird. I kind of treated it a bit like prison, whereby I was like just doing my work pretty regimented, 
like having meals, obviously, and then like working out. Um, I actually really enjoyed it, just taking myself away, like not having to get the tube train. Yeah. And obviously my work's in central London, so it's just quite good just to get away from it all. I think the whole month of May was generally a big struggle for me. There's a few times where I went to bed, I had a bit of a cry. But I think it was just, I think it was just more, a lot of things getting on top of me. A little bit of what you were saying in terms of self-reflection, like knowing what, what was going to happen. Mm. And I wasn't too bothered about the uncertainty to an extent. I could just know that it was just going to happen at the end of it. But I think it was more kind of struggling to do with your emotions. So I think I have a lot of anger. Anger is a big feeling that I get, especially like with mental health hiccups. Yeah. And I've really struggled in this whole sort of period and how to express it. So normally, like, if I got angry at work, I can, like, go to the gym or you can do do stuff like a lot externally. But I think now I've kind of struggled in the sense of I'm still working out, but it's nowhere near. It's just doing body weight stuff. Or it's not really, like, you're not yeah. exerting the energy. But I think... Anger is a weird emotion whereby it's weird, but also powerful whereby you can just, I feel as if you could just got to harness it rather than just get rid of it. It's like, that's why I've always appreciated playing rugby or like doing the white collar box fight, playing football. Like it's just a way of exerting mm. it in a different way. I think that's the big thing for me is like struggling with the anger, but also socially, which you mentioned then, I actually left the flat for the first time last weekend. Um, I actually went to see friends in, uh, in a park in Wandsworth, but by the whole week leading up to it, Probably the same thing. Probably you'd expect. Like you're really anxious. Yeah. There's like there's a loads of branches off. Like it takes my like good an hour and a half to get there. I like having to get public transport and stuff. That was like a little bit of an anxiety. But I think it's just a case of like socialising again. I kind of thought in my head it was a bit like being a toddler again. Do you know when you're meeting new friends or yeah. going to nursery? Yeah. Obviously, and it's the same thing with most mental health hiccups, whereby you think it's worse before it's before it actually happens. And these are like some of our best mates I was yeah. seeing, and obviously. It's not like, yeah, it's not like they were strangers. But yet when I got there, it was obviously yeah. it was great. It was fine. But there were a couple of moments then that were in socializing whereby I couldn't deal with my anger or I got quite ratty. And that was the main thing where I realized when I first got diagnosed with anxiety a couple of years ago was when I was getting ratty at work. That was when you realize everyone's like and you kind of step back and be like, that's not you. Yeah. It's just I don't know, you you're not thinking, you're just like snappy. Then some people just like, oh, you just got an attitude. But it's like you're actually not. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really, it's really, hard. it's really hard. But um... with the anger and and linked to the anxiety, then because I get being locked down, it's you said you, know, you could get through sport, you could get away from that those feelings. But now that um, you're being forced to face them a bit more, and like, I've been the same, mate. I've been actually, I, I didn't mention yeah. that before, but that's my emotional ups and downs. Like I've just been a bit more sort of on edge about everything. Things have been really, really yeah, affecting me more. Social media, like we've spoken, like I never used to really look at that too much. But like now, the stuff going on as well, it's really, I'm really getting sucked into it in a way I never thought I would, I think. But for you, how do you, now that obviously the exercise and stuff is one aspect, but do you engage with it in any other way? Or do you sort of, do you analyse it differently now? Or is it kind of just something to, to deal with? Because I'm living in like a top floor flat, a massive thing I didn't, I wasn't doing the first, probably May actually, was like getting out of the flat. Or like just going on a walk yeah. and getting steps. Because I was like working out on the balcony or in my room, then I just, yeah, just stay here. But I think it's just getting out is a massive help. And also I've always had a headspace, but never really used it. But I think in this whole period, I've tried to use it more or less every other day, which is really helpful to be fair, I find. But I think this is kind of a good way in the sense of, so say compare it, if you got angry in the office, you're still around everyone. But now if you get angry, you're on your own, which has its positive and negatives. But I think a big positive is, you can take a step back and you might think someone might judge you if you do something else in the office or like, do you just take like five minutes out? People are like, Oh yeah. But here you can, you can actually do it a lot better. 
Yeah. Which I'm obviously, which is a good. And are you, because um, you're on social media side of it as well, and just keeping up with the news and everything that's sort of pouring in, and it, it's hard to get away from. Do you keep that coming through, and just and, and looking at it, or are you trying to sort of step away from that side? I think it's hard. Like in layman's terms, everyone's got a lot more time in their hands now, obviously, yeah. and it's just like what people do with it. And I'm the same way by social media. You always, it's just there. It's always there, no matter what it is. It's always there. And I've kind of struggled, even doing this podcast, I've really struggled to kind of plug it on social media. Other little things like that, I'm just like, because I'm just not afraid, but it's like I know I'm going to see something like coronavirus or something negative. Um, and it just can be really exhausting. But that's one thing I think I've benefited on after the first couple of weeks, whereby I was watching the five o'clock bulletin yep. all the time on the news. And I think after two weeks, I was like, I don't need this. Like anything I know that's necessary to me, I'll find out. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure you're the same. And also, it's one of those things whereby, say, if your friends say, "Oh, so like, you know, the coffee shop's going to be opening this date," anyone, it's always like rumor mill. Like until I've seen it in black and white, or I've seen, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen it open, then I'll believe it. Until I've got my latte. Oh mate, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a great day. But yeah, what about you? Like, have you same thing? Reduce the social media music intake. Um, no, I've just been. I've been on it more than I ever have been previously, which it's not, it's not great to be honest. Um, actually the, the other thing like you, like you really, the first few weeks, I liked, I liked how regimented I was in response to it, to the whole thing. I felt like I'd kind of, you know, I got my, I got my exercise routine in place and then my work set up at home and then meals, you know, everything was, it was all set up. And for me, like creating structure is, is really important to then, enjoy other things and be more relaxed about if, if I can just leave structure to the side once it's there I can get on with you know whatever else it is in the evenings and just relaxing but at some point the structures they need maintaining or they fall apart a bit and they wobble and they they don't quite work and I think the social media as I was looking more on social media and, and the news in the evenings I was sort of starting to lose more sleep and then at work it didn't feel quite as productive and then the whole thing kind of starts to just to wobble a bit so it's just just about trying to get to get that back on track and um i mean i think with the idea that people things opening up again and, and new stuff coming coming back it's just for me that's that's actually been more of the anxiety than this whole thing continuing indefinitely in a way it sounds weird because it's, it's kind of like stockholm syndrome element to it for me more so because it's quite comfortable and the idea of re reintroducing myself into this new normal, whatever it is, and then how that's going to be and whether it's going to fail my expectations of what I want it to be and how it was before. I'm quite worried about that. And, and it's just happy because yeah. that question really is open-ended. Like there's no, that, that has no set date for coming back. You know, that may never come back. And, and it's that re reinvention and, and um, what I could be doing, you know, with, if we're talking about like um, self-investment, like and people are talking all the time about like learning new languages and just like doing this, doing that, you know, making the most of this time. That fills me, that makes me anxious as well, because that's like um, thinking that everyone's preparing for this new, like, new world, brave new world, which may not even come about and what's what's going to be different and change. So, yeah, it's just a lot to think about. and It's, it's hard to not engage with it. Because, like you said, there's nothing else to do. So yeah, it's weird how you feel as if everyone feels as if they just press the reset button. But mate, all a lot of those. I'm not even just saying it. A lot of those stuff you just said. I've had exactly very similar feelings, in the sense of 
you get anxious where like it's not the point at which everything can go back to normal in inverted commas but it is quite anxious and I think quite overwhelming going back into that sort of environment I think yeah and it's just and you're not alone when you when you think that in terms of anxiety and I think the big thing for me as well is just being anxious of socializing that that's I think that's the main main thing with my anxiety is like socializing and being in that sort of environment again although I wouldn't say I'm like a massive introvert to an extent like a bit of a people person but find it quite hard at the moment engaging socially I don't know about you Mesh but for me with because you know having sort of established that I, I had anxiety in varying levels you know throughout my 20s and up to now that kind of people that people person persona which you sit you know, you're talking about a bit and it's not it's not always the full story and sometimes I think anxiety can lead to you know those bouts of like people person moments and like sociability yeah. and being involved in it and then what people sometimes don't see is the other side when actually just wanting to be away from people quite strongly and for me anyway it, I can bounce between those two really quickly like and, and I think this time to reflect on that I don't really know like that's the thing I don't really know how I feel about this because I'm kind of on one hand yeah. I'm just like oh, I'm just away from everyone and as long as they're not doing anything I can just leave it but then the other hand I, I like I do miss the team I miss people I miss my, my colleagues and everything yeah, else of course. and being around it so I do want that to come back but it's just I can just like you I can think of the first you know get together that we're going to have and I will be thinking about that for quite a while before it and just yeah. how it's going to happen and you know what we're going to talk about and say and just analyze it a bit more than I probably should be it's weird isn't it because that's just it's your anxiety taking over but then once you're there it's literally you have the best time it's just <laughs> getting there getting there getting yeah, getting to that point and I know you mentioned then about comparing yourself or where like I think that's really heightened a lot of people's mental health issues in the sense of, yes, they have time in hands and some people are just like, am I using that time productively? Like so-and-so is doing this, so-and-so is doing that. Yeah. And it just, it goes back to that massive thing we've always kind of touched upon where it's about comparing yourself to other people is such a, such a troubling facet to have. Like it's just going to shoot you down. Um, it's such, you don't really get many, if any positives from it. I just kind of said it to myself. like I wanted to go, come out of this whole situation better than I was going in. And obviously, I think generally, mate, just having these conversations, what we do, like, at least every week and doing this podcast has definitely helped. Yeah. And that's what we like to think that hopefully a lot more people are doing. Well, yeah. What do you think about like other people at this time? Because I, I'm kind of in the position where I'm thinking, like, I'm getting on with the lockdown and just, you know, going about my business and coping. And I've kind of reached, I kind of reach out to people, but not not really more than I would normally, which I'm, I'm surprised at in myself. Like I thought that this time would lead to like a real, you know, branching out and just like a real strong networking period of friends keeping in touch and just being like, what's going on here? What's going on there? And there has been parts of that, like some of it, like the online poker stuff that me and my friends are doing and just, just calls and, and catching up and those calls leading to like discussions that we wouldn't normally have in normal conditions. So that's I, I'm really grateful for those that opportunity because people do have more time to do that. But on the other hand, there's also that same apprehension to be the first one to really like get out and say, you know, let's do this, let's set up this and that. Like I've only had maybe a couple of group Zoom calls yeah. with friends that I haven't seen in like a year or two years or three. And I don't know if that's, I guess everyone's maybe going through the same thing and is that, maybe more people go through it than we think and, and that, that anxiety of 
reaching out for someone else to speak to. Once you get to that stage, it's great. Like everyone, generally, you have a good time with people you've known for a long time. But it's it's weird. I don't know if it's a if it's a male thing or whether it's like a certain type of of our age or something. But just like getting to that stage can take a long time, and that kind of makes me sad in a way that we don't do more of it when we're when we when we have the chance. If that make if that makes sense, yeah. you see, like if everyone's just sitting at home wishing they were kind of in a group dynamic right now but no one wants to be the one to just get on it and, and really sort there's very few people like that who can really do that and really affect it and I think I'm grateful for those kind of people who like bring that in into play but I've had quite a few kind of few like weekly zoom calls with a lot of mates and to be fair when you say that I've like I've hosted a few quizzes here and there and I think it's one of those things where honestly like you have a bit of a bit of trepidation, whatever, but everyone's just so happy to see people. And it's just like the little things that you don't see take for granted. Like for example, I'm, so, I'm still so grateful I've been working this whole time, but I've seen, you see people there Monday to Friday every day and you go to speaking to them on the phone, which is totally different. Maybe seeing them like a couple of times a week on video calls. And it's just so, so different whereby those like making a coffee, they're like 10, 15 making a coffee, like speaking at the water cooler, like those sort of things. Like, they're just not there. I know what you mean by sometimes need someone just to instigate that conversation and get the group together. But I think this whole period, so many more people are brought accommodating to that. Yeah. Even before this, I was like, I'm quite good at like calling mates here and there. And that's just a good thing for me just to just to speak to people. This is one that's one of those things which I hope when this all goes back to normal, people can take into normal life whereby you actually have time for people and you make time for people you want to make time for. So walking home is like a five minute walk. I wouldn't have thought before to call anyone i just put on another music music song or something and i yeah. think now i think hopefully people yeah. more accommodate to answer that phone but also to to ring it as well yeah for sure carrying that on when this come whatever normal is coming back to it if people keep doing that i think it'll be in a better place what else do you think or would you like to see things carry on from this sort of time period i think i agree with you that the making getting back to sort of you know basic sources of entertainment as it were just like a, an old fa- like i say old-fashioned like a zoom quiz yeah. <laughs> not, that fa- not that not not that old-fashioned but the idea of just like yeah it, it basically just it doesn't have to be getting shit-faced in a in a bar friday and saturday nights to have a good time we don't have to do it to have a good time Meshi. Or, or maybe we maybe we do i don't know i mean I've, that's me that's- i when he's it's all about like you said it's all about it's the FOMO element, isn't it? Really, yeah. it does it. I think I would like to see that people won't be as dependent on just getting just getting shit faced each night each night to have a good time and and they and and neglect other things that they could do. You say what is in he sense of people? What people's conversations will be better? Is that yeah, what you're well, to say, I or? think it's tougher, isn't it? Because like some of the best chats I've ever had have been to two a.m. So I'm kind of playing devil's advocate. Well, the whole the whole idea of doing this was after a night in West London. So all good, great things happen. Um, but we'll we'll continue with this long into the new era. Yeah, yeah, it's going to fall deaf ears. <laughs> in the pub, yeah. we'll just be there. We'll be doing it at one a.m. in the pub. Just like, well, we're back to our back to our old ways. Um, but I think, yeah, I have a thought. Maybe that's. I don't think I. Well, maybe it's just an age thing as well. It's come at a yeah. time. If I was 
about to go to university, for example, yes. or just coming into work in London, I'd be I'd be pissed off by this whole thing. It would be a real inconvenience, and I'd, I wouldn't be analysing things in the same way that I am now. So that's something to bear in mind. But that that is just it's come for me personally. I think it's this has come at a perfect time for me, and and just a chance to reassess those like that, yeah. that social life and, and what uh, I was getting out of it. And there was a huge amount I was getting out of it and I'll continue to do that afterwards. And there's, there's elements which I loved and I'll keep doing, but maybe not as much. And just maybe, and make, like you said, making time for those people who also yeah. probably didn't flourish in those kind of environments before. And I've kind of, you always, I kind of know that that's the case, but because my main source of you know social interaction is in a bar or a pub or with alcohol around and so for me i don't really think about it but i've thought about it a lot more now like yeah how it's tricky some people friends that i have just don't enjoy that setting and i think this has been quite a an equalizer in bringing back the balance to those people who don't want to be yeah. in, you know a loud pub and shouting about you know love and things at 2 a.m you know they want to be talking about real things on you know on a Sunday yeah, so or a Saturday you know when I would have possibly been hung over and just like watching TV I'll be engaging with a friend of mine who I might not have spoken to in a while and I can give them the full time that I really want to do but I've just been distracted by getting on with you know my, my life and just so I'm, I'm glad it's come now and I hope I think other people will feel the same and they'll just readdress that slightly not too much but just just carry that forward and remember other people yeah. will, will engage socially in, in different ways and this will be a huge benefit to them so keep doing that and don't forget that it helps them out I can count on one hand probably the amount of weekends that I haven't just sat on a Sunday watched all the football and just not move from the sofa and not picked up my phone. I mean, now the football's back, it could could happen all over again. But hopefully not. Hopefully not. How do you feel about that? Are you I mean I'm excited, I'm excited as well. Amazing. But... This is the whole thing, isn't it? People don't realise this is another thing that people don't realise how good it is till it's gone. But like, I it's obviously yeah. obviously a bit shit you can't go to like, the stadiums to watch it, but just having live sport brings everyone together. I just always remember like the twenty twelve Olympics. Like you could be you could have been having the shittiest time in your life, but like watching Super Saturday, like in your home, in your home country, like it's just mad. I'm not, I'm not comparing the return of the Premier League to 2012 Olympics, but I mean, it still brings joy just seeing live sport again. It's close, yeah, very close. But has, but do you think though that with that, because I, I, I'm, I'm big, we're both big football yeah. fans, so I, and it's, it's also the social, the social element, a lot of it with, with guys in like in my group is part is talking yeah. about football. So without that, it's been, we've had to go on to you know boring things like the meaning of life and yeah. you know, existential yeah. questions but but i'll kind of play like flipping that around i'm like, i'm really excited but i am also a bit anxious about because i've kind of that element of talking about other things i've kind of enjoyed it yeah but i'm i'm glad we'll, i'm glad we'll be getting back to it but on a pushing that a bit further just thinking the kind of emphasis that we're seeing around different kinds of conversations like we've done pods in the past um We've only done two, so it was the George Floyd chat, in case you're wondering which one it was. And just thinking, like, would, would this kind of... Obviously, you've got the attack to it and the other side of it, which was strong probably because of a lack of football as well. But without sport and stuff, like, would we have seen such charged conversations around, like, difficult issues as much as we had? I'm not, I'm not sure. So, like, it, but I think now that we've had them, I, I think yeah. they'll continue to carry on regardless of whether football's back on or not. But 
the point is that like I think it needed a timeout maybe for people to get onto other things because like I said it is so encompassing um, especially you know, for, for people our age and then to have it just on a break for a while has led to it so that's the one upside that I, that's what I hope continues to do actually talk about yeah so true like it's given everyone a lot more time for self-reflect and obviously be with their thoughts a lot more hence why you think more people will be suffering mental health issues because I think on average in the UK it's one in four people suffer from a mental health issue every year. I'm pretty sure, I think you probably agree that it's going to be nearer 90, 95% this year. And it feels as if even in those last few few months, people would have suffered from some sort of thing uh, mentally. A big thing is that area of uncertainty. But I also, it was a good question I was going to ask you was, do you think, do you think these, this whole environment has created new mental health hiccups for you or has it made your existing ones like a little bit louder? I don't think, I don't think it's created new ones. So per se, I, th- I think it's just highlighted things that I kind of already knew were, were issues and, and just brought them forward a bit more to reflect on. So yeah, I think just being like, anxious thoughts that I have or just like I just have I have little ticks as well so I just like like picking my fingers is just one of yeah. them just like I'm always I'm always a bit fidgety yeah, yeah, anyway so like so for, for me like sport uh, has always been great at that because after a game you're just like it, it kind of subsides for, for a while and but then it sort of comes back um, towards the week so you keep exercising to keep on top of it but uh, even though I'm, I'm still exercising now there's no, and and there's still like we're both said we're both lucky to still be working during this time, yep. so we do have a focus. And like I know people who aren't, yep. and it's a lot it's a lot trickier for them to keep, you know, the morale up, and then also the sense of you know targets and stuff is not as easy. But just even though I'm working at the moment and doing all the exercise, uh, I found I'm, I've been confronted more with sort of my anxiety that comes out yeah, because it's not normal life and. I, it's kind of like idle hands, you know, that kind of saying, it's just like, it is not the same. I can't affect as much change in my house as I can, you know, obviously out and about and doing stuff. So um, it's kind of just emphasized that that's still there for me. And I think it will, it will always kind of be there. I think that's just me. It's just, it's part of who I am. And you just deal with, with, with what you've got as it comes. And this is just another, it's just a slightly different, playing fields to just deal with it and, and address it and make sure I'm on top of it and, you know, monitoring, controlling the variables as yeah. best I can, like how I eat, how I exercise, everything else and keeping the balance right. So it's been tougher to keep to that. And as I said, it did wobble off even when I was on that path because I can't stay on it for too long. I, I reassess it and then I question it <laughs> thoroughly and then that leads to its own questions about whether I should be doing different. So it's never long lasting, but it was good for a while. So I'm just trying to readdress it now, but um, yeah, I think it's just brought that all back and encouraging me to keep at it because I'm, I'm, fe- I'm getting good work done. I feel, I feel like I'm, this kind of podcast is great. And then I've been doing a few other things just to keep to that. I would not have really done otherwise go back to sort of writing stuff, doing, but you've got my guitar, keeping busy with that so doing huge amounts on that but i wouldn't otherwise do which is good but yeah i can see you see you smiling so, <laughs> uh, that's gonna be, 
gonna say it's gonna be a special triple threat when you <laughs> do your own, when you when you do your own song on your guitar. Yeah. I didn't know you played guitar. Did you not? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Love a little. I dabble. I dabble with it. I'm more yeah. of a tri- I'm more of a triangle man myself. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I'm not the most I'm not the most new not the most musically talented, but I wish I was. But, no, but you I'm love but you love music, though, don't you? I remember you said. Uh, but yeah, you, you so that's the places. Yeah. So what have you been what have you been focusing on? Hiccup wise. So I think same or different. At first, I thought they were like new hiccups, but then I think 100% a lot of my existence just got a lot louder. And that probably contributed to like my little dip in May. And like, look, like there's going to be days when you're going to have good and bad days, just like you didn't normally. But I think, yeah, a big thing for me is just the, the sense of you're actually with your thoughts a lot more and you can't really go out and do the normal things. But I think a big thing for me is like, I just want to try and invest in myself. Like, obviously, doing this has like been on the radar for a long time. And also, like, I try and be a bit better with money, but I've invested quite a lot in like little stuff for me in the sense of like, I've got to finish a body shop uh, after this, get get some, I've run out of moisturizer factor, but I can't, I don't want to go to Westfield and do it. So I need to finish it after this call. Just like little stuff like buying protein, like a bottle of kettlebell and stuff. And I think this is a good motto. One of my friends told me a while ago, it was when I was at uni, I was like, Oh, I don't know. Should I, should I spend this money on protein? Or was it, I think it was a new t-shirt, a new t-shirt and jacket. And then my mate was like, if you buy that protein, you look good in any t-shirt and jacket. And that's, that's stuck with me, you know, that's the, and also now, like if I buy clothes, like I'm not going to wear them. What's the point? Yeah. And that'd be your, that'd be your body shop. Uh, cool. Coming through <laughs> just, just in time. Uh, that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, it's the Hermes, the Hermes living right here. Uh, but yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's the big thing for me is like just trying to invest in yourself. Like I said, like makeups have definitely got louder in this whole period. The way I've been trying to combat that is just giving myself mm. more time and investment. So, like, using Headspace a lot more than I did previously. I bought an Apple Watch. Um, unbelievable, mate. It tells you when you tells you when your heart rate is. You need to breathe. You need to stand up. Like, it's a revelation. But, yeah, little things. Like, just a big thing for me, obviously, we mentioned reducing social media, reducing news, and, like, keeping in contact with people is a massive thing. And, but yeah, investing in myself. But they're probably the main things that I've kind of done to tackle and help maintain my yeah. mental health in this moment. What other tips do you reckon you've got for well, people out there? Well, actually, you just read my mind right there, because I, I was about to, I was about oh, to say, because <laughs> like, we were talking a bit earlier about um, how I think us being the age that we are, it, it helps to to monitor how we're feeling and, and get a hold of it. And I was actually going to say to you, you know, if you if you could speak to your, you know, however old, 22, 23-year-old self or even younger going th- if they were back at this stage going then what what would you advise as just you know a main kind of piece of advice to keep on just on the right track and and not let it dip too far if they are going through that I do, this is a personal thing for me where it's obviously so true but during people hear like oh there's light at the end of the tunnel yeah. or it gets better that's like a little pay that like sometimes really frustrates me because there's no like time period on it and you just think like oh you're plodding along maybe not making any difference, like maybe maybe not altering anything in your environment and just you're going to get there. But that's one thing I think I've realised now is that you've actually got to do things to make it better. So if I was like 22, when I was 22, I was like, oh, everything's just going to work out. It's going to be fine, like whatever, yeah. like very laissez-faire. Whereas yeah. now it's like you actually take that time and invest in yourself, like speak to people. Obviously, what we keep talking about speaking to those close to you, that they're the main people that are going to help you at any point. And the same thing for you, for them, like just being able to listen. But I think, yeah, that's a big thing for me. It's like realizing you need to actually do things. So yeah, like we said, investing in yourself, like reading, a lack of screen time, 
um, that sort of thing. I think that's something that I wish I knew younger, whether I just thought it just happened and without me doing really doing yeah, much. I was exactly exactly the same on that point. Uh, just about, um, I would just tell yeah, younger me just control own your environment, control your environment, and yeah. don't like you said, it's it's having the perspective now to see that like how important environment is to how you act and they're like it sounds really obvious when you say that but it was such a kind of myth I, I didn't even think about it in those terms when I was 22 23 and just like you kind of you're in the headspace of that the results of what matter in in everything that you do right so and if you're in a certain situation the results go bad then it's you it's on you if it goes well it's on you um and it's kind of like a results-based approach to it whereas like uh, realizing that I was at the mercy of my environment almost completely. Like I was like France in rugby <laughs> and I wanted to be like, every kid wants to be New Zealand. They want to just churn out stuff yeah. no matter what. But I was, I was, a, I was French at heart, Mesh. I was, I was, yeah. a, I was a, um, I was a confidence player. I was a confidence player. I, need, I needed player. the right, I needed the right settings and I needed, and that was on me to sort out. And I didn't know that. So I, I yeah. went into, to work or to a club or whatever. And, I just thought, well, well, this is happening again, or you know, oh, so it's just that's it's my it's part of me, like it's something fundamental that I can't change. So I would just say that there's so many things you can do to try and change it, and you don't know really until you do it what that one thing might be. So yeah. I would try yeah. anything. Like if you're struggling, like a, for, even for me now, I was at my at my desk. I'm just like I'm, I'm fiddling with my, my nails. I'm not looking at the screen. Get up, go to a different room, get your laptop, and try and just do that. And even, yeah. even if it doesn't work, like it's so self-fulfilling, it's so boosting to know that you've tried to do something because you're t- if you take yeah. it into your hands, you're taking the environment out of the equation a bit more. So you, you're just affecting it and that just builds its own own picture over time. So I would definitely tell that to anyone who's struggling now. And to, if you're younger and you're not entirely sure why these things might be happening, just like, think about your environment it's it's massive and it doesn't get talked about enough and i'm sure we'll talk about work and um the office and other things in the later episode but just for now like in lockdown keep assessing it and just keep on top of it yeah like you said it's control it's controlling the controllables isn't it i think when i was younger and say if this happened when i was younger i just i just think it's my fault even though it's a global pandemic i'd get <laughs> i'd get I'd, I'd something had come together where it just come true where i'd be like oh that's my fault whereas obviously now like we can only control what we can control. There's, we can obviously stop the spread of the disease, but the fact it came over, the fact it happened, like that was out of our control. But like we say, everyone's kind of in that same boat and it's just controlling what you can control and just being around for everyone. Like as a country, we're really good at just getting around everyone, like some sort of unity. And I think we just need it now more yeah, than ever. For sure. That's true. That, that unity feel to it is something that wouldn't have happened without. I mean, obviously we'd, we'd rather this hadn't happened, but just like, course the time is now to to yeah to reach out in, in that environment sense or if it's with people that you've that you're working with and it's not quite right it's a good time to address it now but on the frame of unity so one of the, there's obviously a lot of conspiracy theories that kick off about how COVID-19 how it happened but I think for me one of the biggest I think the funniest conspiracy theory I heard was obviously great unity on the Thursday night we clapped for the NHS great initiative we started and I remember reading about someone had created a thread on Twitter whereby he thought that was a conspiracy theory for the introduction of 5G. So supposedly he was like, oh, 
the people creating 5G needed to test the, the systems, fire loud noises. So they needed everyone. To, so once everyone clapped at eight o'clock, they test and see if the 5G still works or not. But that was that obviously that's a massive conspiracy theory. But I maybe maybe chuckle when I read it. I bet you I bet you believed it for a week. <laughs> you were just trying to I was trying to I was calling Kevin Bacon asking if they did five G on a year or anything, but no. Then I couldn't do anything. Have you heard anything as fishy as that or what? I heard Greta Thunberg started it. Just, <laughs> no, she, she just she just uh she manufactured it to stop air travel <laughs> and pollution to be fair though to her if she has done it fair play because it's worked really well yeah massively i think yeah. albeit at a horrible human cost but you know can't argue with can't argue with results for co2 emissions though. she's she's a very powerful aid but yeah i think that's one well, like reading is like the good news stories and like for example like dolphins are back in venice and there's like low you know, like the nature things it looks amazing but no i didn't i didn't hear that it's amazing that dolphins are back in, like, down the canal yeah well then i hope was it Venice? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Venice. I'll, I'll put my neck on the line. I think it was. It's just the fact you see all these photos of like the water is so much cleaner, and you just hope that that bloody lasts. That's the only thing. Like, just yeah, I've really got. I've really got into uh, actually. Have, the one thing I did look into was bird watching. Did she? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, I did uh, that's from a few years ago. I had a little phase. I had a little flutter with oh. uh, with it, and I. Yeah. Yeah. Was I think it was Bill Oddie over here. Same wavelength, like, with birds were feathers. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I have, um, yeah, just for a few minutes, I've, I've just because there's been a lot more for sure around where I'm living anyway, in Ealing, nice. different kinds. So. What's been the top? What's been the top bird you've seen? Eurasian finch is pretty oh, very good. nice. Asian. Eurasian finch, one of my favorite finches. Fantastic. Top three, top three finches, up there with Aaron, <laughs> up there with Aaron Finch and the rest of them. Um, <laughs> but uh, a funny thing it's funny you say that about animals obviously like nature's amazing like just going out like have, everyone's like going on walks seeing nature it's good at work where we'd like looked about things what other businesses are doing and we found something in america whereby they sent all their employees like their live camera feeds for zoos so obviously all zoos are closed but like in america we've got like unbelievable animals so i like spent like 10 minutes either <laughs> so what do you they, what do you mean they just spent, <laughs> like american specific well, no, 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 no. i just think america's zoos are on a lot bigger scale than like uk zoos but i remember okay. watching i literally watched the webcam for like 10 minutes of these like silverback gorillas and it was class but just uh, you know like just just makes you smile like seeing animals and seeing nature and stuff together yeah, and with no people around. Yeah, exactly. Either. Yeah, so they're yeah. just they're literally well, completely just carrying on as they were. Yeah, then obviously there was like the um, the zookeepers coming in like feeding them, but it's still great. Like, oh, yeah. Obviously, I don't promote zoos, but just animals, nature, fantastic. Is that where you're going to go first semester? And this is all properly. I think they are open now, zoos. So yeah, they are. That's they are. Any, the, the London Zoo's open. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Is there a spot? Is there something um, that you've been looking for? to the most when we come out. I think that obviously there's a lot of, there's quite a big hit list for a lot of people, but... And bear in mind, Ibiza's closed. For now, for now, for now. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think the big thing, the big thing that I know it sounds, it's a really small thing, is actually just going for a haircut. Like, I've got some dodgy facial hair now. You've shaved your hair a few times. It is, I can't underestimate the feeling of a good haircut. You just feel like, uh, for me anyway, I feel like a new person. Because I didn't get my cut as if like two, three weeks before lockdown as well. But I don't dare do it myself. I just... I've waited long enough now. I just need to, hopefully, fingers crossed, a couple more weeks. Yeah, it doesn't look too long. 
I've, I've done the size. It is, it is, it is, this is the longest it's been since probably like 15, 16. Really? Yeah. And I could, yeah, actually, yeah, actually. Yeah, I went on a run last weekend. I could just feel it bobbing up and down. I'm like, oh, I don't need this. But, um, but yeah, I know it's a small thing, but the whole like self appearance thing makes you just feel, feel like a million dollars all the time. What's, what's the first thing you're going to do? I don't know. I think the one thing I just, I'm really hoping still goes ahead is so a few, me and a few friends from home, we do, um, we go on just a little tour every year. And one of us books it and it's a mystery. So oh, you nice. don't know where we're going. So you give the person 250 quid and then they sort it out. And fortunately enough this year, because we usually do it in January, February, he just delayed, for, he just forgot and happened to just dodge, you know, the biggest bullet oh, nice. with COVID. So it's got all, still got all the money, all saved, ready nice. to go. And we just, I just hope that in sort of mid to late August, we can just have, keep the tradition going. So it's been going for, you know, seven years now. And um, we're all really hoping that it's going to be good. So um, if that is if that goes ahead and it's decent, I'll be pretty happy with the summer. Nice, man. Nice. I know you mentioned Ibiza then, and I've mentioned before, like, especially because of mental health, music and sports are a big thing for me to get out of the, the little ruts you get into. And then I think this whole massive theme of this whole sort of lockdown period is nostalgia. Like, the amount of times mates send us like, old photos of like, old holidays. It's like, oh, do you remember this? It's like, oh. You actually don't remember them, like then you see the photos, it's like, oh great. And I think that's one thing that I've kind of intertwined the two whereby most of my workouts I've been using like all like old Ibiza playlists, all like music or songs of like festivals we've been to. So it's like, yeah. oh you put the link together. But we need to go for your birthday then. We'll go to Ibiza for your birthday. When that's that's soon, isn't it? Yeah, that's like, well, September. We need to but we'll do a birthday episode. That's we'll do a birthday right. episode from Ocean Beach. Ocean Beach, Ashwire, wherever we want. And it'll be quiet, hopefully, because there'll be no one there. So we can just, <laughs> we can just, we can produce it and send it so, out. Yeah, me, great. you, Wayne Lineker, David Guetta, and then who else was, <laughs> anyone else wants to join? It, I, I agree that the nostalgia and the music, I've got a similar playlist as well. And when you don't do the workout and you still got the, you just want to be there, don't you? It's the one that takes you back. Here we go, end of the episode, triple threat round. So if anyone's not aware, we flip a coin, heads or tails. Between Factor and I, the loser has to do a song, a story, or a joke. Sounds good. Right. Off we go. I'll call, I'll, so I call it? I've got the coin here. Yeah, go on then. I'll let you call yeah. Oh, off God, it's scary. I'm sweating still. Actually, hold on, am I going to trust you to do that? Yeah, fine, I trust yeah, you. Yeah, hold I on. Trust you, yes. I, I'll say tails. Okay, I'll go ahead. Yes. Tails is actually tails. Tails. Okay. I can see it. I can see it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, know, you don't have to, from now on, you don't have to say what you're doing. You just go. So then the audience can decide if that's a song story or joke. Okay. Actually, well, this is, I'll let people decide what this one is. Okay. Messi, I honestly did go for this interview the other day, right? Did you? Yeah. yeah. Um, and well, you know, the interviewer just said, you know, why should we hire you? And I said, well, I can, I can perform under pressure really well. Um, and they said, well, can you give us an example? So I just went. Pressure pushing down on me. And I got the job. You know what, Mesh? I got the job. Fantastic. That is, that is fantastic. To be fair, anyone, I think. 
anyone listening there should definitely try that because I bet you'd be very surprised about the success rate if you get the you'd job. You'd be very surprised when no one gets the job. For ever. <laughs> Don't be surprised if you fail using that because it's a get out trick. But hey, it worked for me, so it might work for you as well. And look where it's got you, I fancy. Did well. Didn't 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 do me wrong. Didn't do me wrong. Yeah. Oh, great stuff. What a way to end the show. So three's the magic number. Hope you enjoyed that. Now please don't forget to share and like on Twitter and Instagram. That's all chats pod.